You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Good morning, golfers. Your tea time awaits. It's the Tea to Green Golf Show here on WGR Sports Radio 550. Got a thought on the PGA Tour? Want help with your swing? Give the show a call at 803-0550. Tea to Green on WGR is presented by Woods to Wedges, by Michelob Ultra, by the Western New York PGA, by Custom Turf, and by our home clubs, Fox Valley, Tantara, and Briarwood. It's time to talk golf. Here are your hosts, Brian Cozio, Kevin Sylvester, and PGA Pro Jeff Minas. Just after 7 o'clock here on a Saturday morning, we welcome you in to the Tee to Green Golf Show every Saturday here on WGR Sports Radio 550. My name is Brian Cozio. As you heard, Kevin Sylvester. This week, Kevin is on assignment with PGA Tour Radio at the Arnold Palmer Invitational. We'll talk to Kevin Coming up at 7.30, PGA Pro Jeff Medes is with us. Jeff, good morning. Good morning, Brian. Good to see you again. Same here. It was uh, three degrees, three degrees at my house this morning. I don't live far from here, so it's hard to think about golf, but uh, yeah, I don't know what to say to that. We're I'm shocked. It's, it's March. It was minus three yesterday morning. That's right. Yeah. Well, when we decided to do the show earlier here in March, I mean, I was excited, but yes. I was hoping, I'm like, maybe we're going to be, this will start the golf season earlier. But yeah, at least we're not outside today, right? That's yeah. right. We're, <laughs> we're in the, on the uh, patio. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Where are we? Well, we're uh, our first show of the year on tour, as we like to call it. Uh, we are at one of our home clubs, at Tantara Golf Club in North Tonawanda. And making up our roundtable this morning here for our first half hour is the PGA Pro and Membership Director here, Don Schneider. Don, good morning. Morning, Brian. Thanks for having us. Good morning, Jeff. Good morning, Don. Good to see you again. Three degrees? Three degrees. Where yeah. do you live, in Alaska? Or where I live were right you down the street from you right <laughs> here. <laughs> it's a three-minute drive. Yeah. Okay. It's probably, uh, it's warmed up. It's probably yeah, in the teens right now. It was seven in the car. Yep. Yeah. We're, uh, we're inside Tantara's awesome bar and restaurant area here, Don. We, uh, we love coming in here. The, you're just talking about the, the TV upgrades that you guys are going to be doing here. That's exciting. The TVs are already good. I'm excited that they're going to be even bigger. Yeah, there's, uh, I believe there's seven around the bar, and, um, you know, we're just going to, we're going to add a, a big old 80-inch TV over uh, on, the, on the back wall, and, and we're going to get ready for the Masters, so we're, you know, going to have a viewing party, and I kind of let the cat out of the bag. We haven't set that, that information out yet, but we will soon, so there'll be some email blasts to members, and and so it'll be it'll be fun. We'll have some uh, green beers and stuff like that as well. Awesome. Yeah, lots of cool events coming up here. Uh, Don's going to be talking with us just about some membership opportunities and what's going on here. Uh, if you've heard about some of the interesting things going on with one of our home clubs here, Tantara, uh, Don will share some of that information here coming up in just a few minutes. Uh, as I said, Kevin Sylvester is at the Arnold Palmer Invitational where there's been some news this week. So uh, Kevin will join us at 730 at the bottom of the hour here. And, of course, our other normal features, our Western New York PGA Tip of the Week. We'll get to that here along the way. Uh, also, an opportunity, uh, we're going to give away some golf today here to Tantara. And if you haven't done so already, make sure you sign up to be a member of our Tea to Green Club. It's free. Go to our website, T, the number two, t2green.golf. And one of the tabs at the top just says Tea to Green Club. You can sign up. All it takes is an email and you're in, and you're a member, 
and we send you uh, a weekly newsletter every week about information about golf going on across western New York. Uh, the most important part of the newsletter, Jeff, is my weekly fantasy picks. Uh, yeah, I wait with bated breath to, I to know. see those each week. Yeah, And then I put a lot of money down on whoever you pick. So That's right. It hasn't worked out yet, but I yes. know it will. My, I had uh, McElroy and DeChambeau and... Mark Leishman this week. Those were the three. Picked Mark Leishman out, huh? Yes. Who is actually doing the best of the three? Is he? The sham. Well, they all made the cut. That's the most important thing. That's really what I root for. I'm like, just don't make the cut. Because then somebody, so all it takes, then it takes one, well, you know, like one person needs to be like, oh, nice pick there. You yeah. know, so. Yeah. They don't remember all the times you got it right, Brian. That's right. Yeah. I know. I try to remind them. Yes. But, uh, yeah, we're, uh, we're looking forward to golf season starting here shortly. Yeah, this week, right? The weather looks like it's going to break. Yeah. Um, tomorrow. 40s and 50s. Yep. Tomorrow and uh, in the 50s, and then later in the week it's supposed to be 40s and 50s. So, Don, the uh, the little remaining snow left here as we look outside to the first few holes. Hopefully we'll be gone, and mm -hmm. maybe we'll get in some golf in here pretty soon. Yeah, if, I mean, if we've got 50 degrees and rain and a lot of rain tomorrow, good news is that'll get rid of that white stuff, hopefully quicker yeah. bad news is the bad news arrives. is we'll yeah. have a lake yeah. <laughs> so but um in time uh, you know we have good drainage out here so it shouldn't take too long and yeah we try to we do the best we can to get open as, as soon as we can i mean if that means walking for a little bit and pit you know we still have flags in we we're okay so yeah. uh you know as soon as we can get full bore we will yeah we tracked the uh, opening dates at our clubs for a while and over a 20-year period the average was in a week within a week of april 9th so typically you're out there in the first week of April and you're getting going by the middle of April. So we'll uh, mm -hmm. we'll get there. It's definitely it's definitely with the sunshine and the days getting longer. If we get a little bit of rain, and punks uh, Donnie Phil. Yeah, he was wrong, right? Yeah. 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 So I know. So Don here at Tantara and and Glenn or, uh, and and Jeff, you over at Glen Oak and obviously the courses you guys have worked at even previously. Like this period here now, obviously membership or even at public courses, like people are chomping at the bit. Like, hey, I want to get out. I want to get out, but. Obviously, you know, there's still it's at this moment we know it's not playable conditions. But what are our people at the courses doing right now? What would you say, like to get the course ready and things like that? Or is this all Mother Nature at this point? At this point, I mean, we're still frozen in snow, so there's not a lot. It's it's just uh, maintenance as far as getting up there. I mean, we've had a lot of wind this winter, so it's getting out there. And I know Jeff's been cutting some trees down at Glen Oak as well. And you know, it's tree removal. It's 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 picking up stuff, and as soon as they can get out there, they'll get at it. Yeah, we spend a lot of time uh, preparing the equipment for the year. You know, your equipment takes a, a yeah. lot of wear and tear, so you, you break down all the equipment. Um, you sharpen all your blades on your mowers and stuff like that. And in the golf shop, you know, we're getting the calendar ready. We're getting the staff ready. There's a, We have new software, so we're training on that. It's a really actually an important month, an important time of year to be prepared because once the season gets here, you're going 100 miles an hour, and you have to have all your ducks mm -hmm. in a row. You don't want to be doing it mid-season. Um, mm -hmm. And then you're trying to think of your own game. So you're trying to get out there and get in shape and uh, hit a few balls in the dome and stuff like that. So it really is a good time, and it's a, everybody's so excited this time of year. It's a, it's a great time of year to be at work. Yeah, and I know you guys both doing lessons at the domes and things like that. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, people at this point are really starting to think about uh, not only getting maybe back at swinging, some people probably haven't swung in a few months and are thinking, okay, you know, maybe this is starting the time to do here. Um, I just a thought or two. We don't have to make this the official tip yet, but just for people maybe going to the domes, they haven't swung since December. Right. You know, like just, <laughs> yeah. you know, some of them maybe haven't, you know. Right. Um, what are some, what's some advice to go through in terms of just getting back into going again? Or even, Jeff, I know you're going to get swinging in your basement here. Yep. Custom Turf's got your nice setup in, the, in your basement. But uh, just some thoughts on maybe just getting back swinging again for people that haven't swung in a few months. Yeah, I, I think, you know, I'm, I'm a real believer in fitness. And 
I think I give Tiger Woods credit for, you know, that, let's call it fitness craze, guys getting in better shape. I mean, you look at tour players today, they don't look anything like they did 20 years ago. And and uh, I think, you know, what we can do as golfers, and we're seasonal here, right? So what we can get do is get 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 stretching, get moving, get, you know, I, I have a, a go fit ball. It's called, it's a five-pound five pound sand ball. And I, and I hold it with two hands. It looks like a mini bowling ball, and, and I swing it back and forth. And I swing it right-handed and left-handed to work both sides. And uh, I think you can do that. And then, uh, obviously, we've got two, two domes in Buffalo, and they get quite busy. But, uh, you know, get in there and, and, and hit some shots and start off with your wedges. Always start off with your wedges. Hit some of those short shots. Um, you know, I, I kid some of my lessons that, you know, the back of that dome is only 90 yards. So I don't care how hard you hit it. You know, that's how far it's going. So, so work on the other stuff. But start off easy. Start off with half wedges. Work your way through your middle irons and then up through big weapons. Yeah, there, if you're, if you're in tw- on Twitter, TPI, Titleist Performance Institute, mm-hmm. is a great follow, especially if you want to learn about golf fitness and stuff like that. I like doing lunges and stuff this time of year. Um, we talked uh, last week. You, you don't want to swing something. He- you you want to create some speed. You want to get loose this year, but you also want to start creating some speed again. Um, over the winter, you can, you know, it's like kids in summer school, they lose, you know, you lose some some of that ability. So you want to get in there and, and start trying to create some speed again, but do that slowly. You don't want to go out the first day and rip at it. Also, fundamentals. I love checking my fundamentals. I'll have Tim Freeze take a look at my grip or my posture, my alignment, uh, my ball position, those kind of things. You want to really get tight on those um, and have really, really solid fundamentals. Um, and maybe get with your, you know, get with someone, get with your PJ Pro and have something to work on when you're out there. If you're just out there just hitting balls to get loose, that's of nominal, little, very, very little value. I would, uh, I would have a goal every time I was practicing and, and, and something I'd be trying to achieve when I got out there with that bucket of balls. What's a realistic goal to go to the golf dome and hit? Because sometimes for me, like, I, I struggle to really know if I'm hitting it well because of, obviously, the distance. You can't really see totally how the, how the shot finishes. A lot of times you can tell how it feels if you feel like you hit it well or not, but what would you say as a realistic goal? Well, you know, first of all, I have a target. I, I don't know if that – I'd have a plan for my for my warm or for my bucket of balls. You know, I'd start yeah. with a few wedges. I'd check my posture and alignment. And then I'd have a target out there, and I'd, I'd actually, this time of year, instead of just making swings, hit shots too. Like, hey, try to hit a low bunt into that wall. Pick one of those panels in the back mm-hmm. wall, and that's your target, and try to hit it at a certain height and control your trajectory. Uh, if you're just out there just hitting and sipping a cup of coffee and half, you know, that's that's not very productive use of that time. And, and I don't think you should hit two, three buckets of balls there. Um, first of all, that, that turf can be a little tough on your elbows if you have tennis elbow and stuff like that. But hit a bucket, hit a few wedges, get up to full speed, and then cool down again and hit some wedges at the end, uh, regain your rhythm, and, and make sure you have a target. Make sure you're working on something in your swing. You know, you can, hey, I'm trying to make complete my backswing or I'm trying to shallow out my downswing, whatever it is. And the thing I like is to use drills because drills – provide accurate reliable feedback so if you think you're doing something you may not be that's why drills are so good you when you do a certain drill or you have some kind of physical barrier when you're doing something that that actually um, reinforces it accurately as opposed to i feel like i'm doing it this way you know you're actually doing it for members don coming into play you know jeff did talk last week about goal setting for the season in mm-hmm. the spring uh, is that something you feel like is important like setting a goal coming in to start the year well, I think I think there's two kinds of goals. There's there's goals that have to do with performance, you know, and and we all have those. We all have a handicap we can track uh, your progress. So we want to see that go down, obviously, as we go. But I think it's setting goals in terms of your kind of what we're talking about. Have have good practice habits, 
you know, we can't just it's it's like any other sport. We can't just go out there and expect it to happen. So, you know, I'm a firm believer, and you know, have, uh, part of my routine is I'm making sure I'm I'm probably hitting more balls than I'm playing. I, I need to probably reverse that at some point. But, you know, it, it's it's having a routine of okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna hit balls, you know, and not just full swings. I'm gonna work on short game. I'm gonna work on wedge play. I'm gonna get over on that putting green over there and chip and putt. I think a goal is, you know, how many times can I play per week? And, and guess what? And, and you're a good example, Brian, is you don't you don't have to play 18 holes, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I like nine holes of golf. It's perfect. It's, I'm a nine-holer. Yeah, yeah it's <laughs> right. It's, it's you know, it's it's a couple hours of your time and it's some practice. And, and, you know, you're not killing half a day, but you're still doing everything you want to do. And, you know, when I talk to guys about membership when they come in and maybe this is their first opportunity to go from, daily fee to private the first thing i point out is you know what you come out here you can hit some golf balls you can you can find a couple open holes we're okay with that you know go play two three four holes and the best practice in the world and you can't do that standing on the tee line is you know i hit that half wedge and i don't like it and i drop another ball right and then i go over and i chip and putt and then i hit a couple sand you know bunker shots and so that to me is you know if you really want to work on your game that's that's how you improve. Yeah, I have hundred yards in, and yep. and I'll add to the, to the attractiveness of being a member here is for me, um, with my morning schedule and saber schedule at night. Like sometimes I don't have time for a full eighteen, mm-hmm. but being able to come over and say, okay, I have an hour and a half, mm-hmm. and sometimes that's a perfect nine holes, and it's relaxing for me, and sometimes it's even a little more. But you're right; it's sometimes coming over here even by myself and. Sometimes even just an hour, and sometimes it might even be just a handful of holes. But I feel like that is sometimes where I get to either play my best or where I get to improve upon those things, and I'm working on it where um, sometimes the course of a round when you're playing uh, with another foursome and other friends and you're set up and you're 18 and and you're thinking about other things Mm -hmm. maybe during the course of the round. Uh, But when I'm just out here playing in the middle of the afternoon sometimes when it's a little quieter, like – that's sometimes where I feel like I'm doing my most improve my, my most improvement in my game. And even beyond that, beyond working on your game, isn't it relaxing? Yeah, oh, yeah. Like to me, the atmosphere out here, um, it's quiet. Like you know, we we don't have houses and highways, you know, around the golf course. It's peaceful out there. So to me, it's uh, I saw something on Twitter and I retweeted it the other day, and it was it was a picture of somebody hitting eight irons on, on a driving range, and I I looked at that and I said, yeah, that's me. Like that's that's my getaway yeah. uh, you know to go out there and just hit some balls and late the day i don't know what it is but i find it relaxing you know and just whack a couple balls go find a couple open holes i'll typically play seven eight nine in or i'll look the other yeah. way and play two through five or whatever you know yeah. and to me that's that's just it's uh it, it's not always about competitiveness or working on your game sometimes it's just it's my getaway it's get away from work yeah. you know yeah, I'm the opposite. Like I always feel like I have to shoot a score or post a number. Oh, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I, you know, you're always you you played for so long and you're competitive and my you know when I'm out there I feel hey what's my goal for today I got to shoot par whatever I got to do. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. So it's hard for me to have a casual round. Uh, I'm getting better at it as I get older, but uh, yeah. every time I go out there I'm pretty much uh, trying to post a number. And I I think if if I know I'm playing 18. I get back more into that mentality of the number at the end. Mm-hmm. I feel like if I'm here and I'm like, okay, I have an hour or I have two hours or whatever, and I know I'm not playing the full 18, I tend to relax. My my mind lets go of the what my number's going to be, and I start to think about some of those other things, which I – And I bet you play better. I do. Yeah. Yeah. 
No, you're, it's definitely right. I mean, sometimes, sometimes I'll only have that hour, and I'll play five holes, and I'm like, I part all five holes. Like, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm walking out of here happy, and then but there's a little me that's like, oh, if I maybe go to play at all eighteen, what would my have score have been? Of course, you know, you lend yourself to yeah. thinking about that, yeah. and obviously, I understand. There's that's why there's eighteen. You know, everybody can shoot par if you. Hey, I part hold one if I just did that 17 more times. You know, I'd, <laughs> I'd be a good golfer, but you it'd know. be too easy. You'd get bored with the game. That's right. right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 18 pars in a row isn't yeah. very exciting. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I know. 7:15 here the time uh, on WGR on TD Green. We're live at Tantara Golf Club in North Tonawanda. Brian Colziel, PGA Pro Jeff Metis with us, and the PGA Pro and membership director here at Tantara, Don Schneider. I mentioned part of the reason, by the way, if you haven't been able to infer that or if you don't know from previous conversations i am a member here and uh don treats us so great we love coming here and uh, we're looking forward to coming doing the show today um don we've got some exciting membership news to pass along that uh, i promised we would get to uh, for our listeners uh if you have maybe seen the video that we tweeted out a few weeks ago that had some information about it um but i think it's a really really cool membership and it runs through March now, so uh, why don't you let everybody know about it if they're thinking about maybe having uh, thoughts about joining somewhere this year in 2019? You can give them an op- opportunity here. Sure, sure. So, um, you know, we're we're really excited that we've we've actually gone back to something we've done before. And if you've seen any of our Facebook posts or Buffalo News ads we've been doing, and Brian helping us out, Tita Green and and such. Um, what we're what we're talking about, we're trying to let you know, is that we've gone back to what's called inclusive memberships. And that's that's a huge savings because, you know, typically when you join a, a, a club, there's a, a what's called a cart plan or cart pass for the year, and uh, you know previously you had to pay for that separately. So, so now when you see our dues, which are are reasonable to begin with, um, now it's including the cart uh, as well. It's and and then we have what used to be called an annual club plan, which was unlimited driving range, club storage. That's also included. So. Um, you know, we're not afraid to put it out there. I know you and I had a conversation, and, you know, we, we ran an ad in the Buffalo News, and your question, and I think Kevin asked me and said, is it is it normal to put your dues rates in the paper? And I said, well, probably not. I yeah. said, but but that's where we're at. We know we know uh, our slogan is, uh, you know, the best private club value in Western New York is what we're shouting out. So, and, um, so what happens is um, – the month of March, we were going to end it the March 15th and also waiving our initiation fee, which is published at $1,500. So if somebody were to join by the 15th, we're waiving that. That's zero. So now we've just, you know, we've got some traction. We've got some members coming in. So we said, hey, let's just continue it. We're going to go right through the end of the month. So, uh, you know, that's, uh, when you look at all of that, it's, 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 it's really, we're a golf club. And if, if you, you know, if you want to, you want a nice golf course to play and you want a great pub, uh, great bar, we like to say. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what we are. So, yeah, you know, I, I, I think the atmosphere. If you are into that, like if you love golf and you love talking about golf and you love coming into the bar and having good food and watching sports on TV and having those conversations. Wait, people like talking about golf? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's right. I think we so. know some people that like yes. to talk about their swings. <laughs> yes. Don, you know, there's plenty of people I've, at every place, right? Yeah, come in and talk about. Oh, that swing I had on 16 today, and yeah, the after the after the the after round, round bar yeah. stories. Yes, yeah, that six iron hole. I hit on 12. Yeah, a little bit. More. Yeah, I like those stories. Mm-hmm. That's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's at every course. That's just that's. That's not new, unique to uh, to Glen Oak at your place or Tantera it here. It is not. No, that is. No. That's that's just that happens everywhere, no doubt about it. Yeah, I think it's a great membership opportunity. Uh, we should mention um, that 
with Tantera too. Uh, it's part of a company that is called the Seabig Group, and there's other connections with two other golf courses in Western New York, which also adds another layer of attractiveness to maybe being a member here. Correct. Yeah. So we're owned by a company, as you mentioned, called Seabig, and they actually own 27 golf courses. And so us three guys here in Buffalo, this market. You know, if somebody is a member here at Tantera, then they also have access to Fox Valley and Briarwood. So um, now, you know, it, hey, it's a weekend coming up, and maybe it's club championship weekend, and it's not your thing. Okay, well, then you've got two other golf courses that you, you can get on. So um, so you're not, you know, it's not just uh, one golf course. You know, you have, you have access to all three. And we have other reciprocals in the Buffalo area. And then um, a lot of our snowbirds, um, we just uh, took care of four of our members. They just went down to... Uh, the Texas uh, Houston area and and Seabig uh, has 13 clubs down there, so you know these guys started thinking about it and said, uh, "Hey, can you set that up for us down there? If we, you know, because we went to Arizona last year, spent a bunch of money." And they said, "Sure, tell me when you're going." So we set the whole week up for them. So they played Santerra, um, Sweetwater, some of our our flagship clubs and, in uh, Texas. Yeah, yeah. So they went down there and and had a great time. A friend of yours, T.J. Geraci, just came yep. back from. Uh, down in Arizona, he played Moon Valley, which is another one of our courses. So, uh, so that's you know, uh, I was just had a new member join, and he he travels to Texas regularly, and he saw that he his eyes lit up. I said, yeah, I said you're going down there on business, call me, you all set it up for you, and then all that is is a cart fee. You know, you're playing a golf course that might be a hundred dollars or more. You know, greens fee. I don't even know what it is because right. I don't get the opportunity to go down there too often. But but you know, that uh, that's available too. So, Don, how can they contact you? Uh, it, it, best way is uh, probably email is, is uh, dschneider at tanterragc.com uh, or call me. I'm here, uh, you know, uh, even though it's winter and there's snow on the ground, I'm here full time. So um, it can be reached at 694-0366, extension 105. Awesome. And uh, even if you are maybe looking to get more information, uh, I'll tweet out some more information uh, on how to get a hold of Don a little bit later, uh, if you don't follow me at Brian WGR. Uh, by the way, before we uh, talk, before we uh, move on here on our show, all the good information about just what we've done in the sp- of uh, what the uh, the guys Don and Jeff said about getting ready in the spring and the and the dome and the setting goals and the uh, uh, you know even stretching and things like that. Uh, we'll make all that today uh, our Western New York PGA tip of the week. It's brought to you by the Western New York PGA. The Western New York PGA has one goal, promoting and growing the game of golf today, tomorrow, and beyond. Uh, it's a big year for the Western New York PGA in terms of Western New York in the sense that they get to, the sections hosting a major. Uh, I know all the PGA pros in the area are super excited about that. The senior PGA will be at Oak Hill this year, Don. Yes. Yeah, I've been... Uh... I was fortunate to be there a few times, and uh, you can't beat that. Uh, you know, it's a beautiful – it's my favorite golf course I've ever played, period. Are you working it? Uh, no. Did you sign up? No, uh, I, I, I would like to be a spectator and okay. have a day off or two. Are you? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to work the range on Sunday morning, yeah. So that's uh, yeah. that's pretty cool. You get to watch the leaders start prepping themselves for their final round and stuff like that and uh, see how they prepare and listen to their coaches talk to yeah. them and stuff like that. I really enjoy that part of it. Yeah. yeah. Even just being out on that course is just, I mean, to see it yeah. and, and realize, like, the history that's there. That's the thing, too. Like, the course is obviously immaculate when, it's, when you're there and you're seeing the players, but to – 
even just the area around the putting green and the practice area where they have all that history. They do such a wonderful job at Oak Hill of displaying that. I mean, that area where they've got the nice brick wall up against the side of the and all clubhouse the rooms, there. Yeah, the Harmon room, uh, this room in the clubhouse. Yeah. yeah. And all the photos of Nicholas and Hogan and Palmer all around the clubhouse when they won events there. So, yeah, it's a pretty cool spot. Lots of history. Yeah, yeah I'm looking forward to it. And it's a, it's a really neat event. We're fortunate to have it in mm-hmm. our area. Yeah, we uh, will be giving away... Uh, tickets to the senior PGA throughout our season here on T to Green. So again, make sure you're a T to Green club member. Sign up t2green.golf. Uh, we'll also be giving away some golf here to play Tantara later in the show. So if you again, if you uh, want to scramble to sign up quickly here later on in the show, uh, we'll be giving that away to a lucky club member. Sign up t2green.golf. Uh, before we let Don go here, this week's the Arnold Palmer Invitational. I know this course in some connection has a, a connection to Arnold Palmer, but Really cool watching some of the early round coverage. You can tell the influence that Palmer has had, and we've talked about it before on the show, but everybody involved in the golf business seems to have a story about either meeting Arnold Palmer or what they've meant. Uh, Tantara itself even has a little connection to Palmer itself, but I, I love seeing when every single pro that is playing in some sense this week is, has the paraphernalia, has the, the umbrella logo either on their shirt, on their bag, the tees. Uh, yeah, the, the tees. Yep. Uh, Rory McIlroy on Thursday, he wore navy shirt, yellow pants, tried to the, tried to have the exact same belt, I guess, that Palmer had worn during one of his uh, major events. And then he tweeted out a picture side by side, like, you know, tried to do you well today here, or the king wore it best or something like that. And I mean, and I know Ricky Fowler is very big about talking about the influence that, uh, as he says, Mr. Palmer has had on his golf career. But uh, I know that uh, Palmer has a little connection here at Tantara, too, which I know yeah, it was, is exciting. Yeah, uh, it was a Palmer-managed facility for yeah. a few years. And uh, we still have – we have a – it's a concierge service where people travel, and it's called Palmer Advantage. So whether that name still exists. Yeah. Um, you might not know, um, but I, I – uh, years ago, I worked as a, as a rep, a golf rep on the road. I worked for Arnold Palmer's company. It used to be called Pro Group. Oh, I remember Pro Group. Yeah, yeah, so I used to travel uh, from Buffalo to Albany, and I had a pretty large territory. But beyond that, um, we'd have our sales meetings at Bay Hill. Oh, so I, I was fortunate enough to meet Arnold Palmer when he was alive, and he um, he's everything that, if you never met him, that is true. Genuine, um, humble, um, shook his hand. He's thanking me for doing what I do for his company. I mean, I. He's a know. bigger man than you think, too, oh, if God. you haven't met him. He's, yeah. He was a big, strong guy. Oh, I, yeah. I was fortunate enough to play in the group behind him at Latrobe and uh, got my photo taken with him at the halfway house there, yeah. and that's uh, something I cherish, too. Yeah. He's, uh, yeah. For people that have strong. met him, like I, Kevin said, well, he met him at Briarwood when he came there, you know, years ago. But yeah, he, people, a, he, he, uh, yeah. he spoke to a group of juniors when I was there. And uh, I, I went and saw that, too. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But I remember Kevin saying that he is, and I have unfortunately never got a chance to meet him in person, but that he, it's like he's almost presidential in the sense that, like, when he just, he's in the room or he's in an area, like, you just there's this buzz around of feeling and just, but everybody says what you say, like, genuinely, like, just treats you d- just as you're just important as we think he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he got his, uh, his. They gave his father an honorary membership to the PGA years ago. I don't know if you remember that, and that was just to watch him speak to the PGA pros and greet everybody afterwards. He had tears in his eyes. I mean, he yeah, mm-hmm. he's the real deal. There's some people that turn it on for the cameras. He was not that man. No, mm-hmm. that's that's my impression. I've seen him, met him 
three, four, five times, and every time it's been the same. It's just great. Yeah. So we'll uh, we'll have a live report coming up in about five minutes. Uh, Kevin Sylvester is at the Arnold Palmer Invitational, so we'll check in on what's going on this week there. Don, thanks so much for having us here today. Uh, again, we'll throw out the contact information one more time if they want to contact you about that great membership offer. Sure. Yeah. Just um, you know, two ways to do it. Email is is D Schneider. And I, that is spelled S-C-H-N-E-I-D-E-R at TanterraGC.com. Or uh, tell me, uh, give me a call at 694-0366, extension 105. Okay, and I'll uh, tweet out that information as well here at Thank some you. point before the hour is over on our show. Don, thanks for having us here again today. Thanks for being here. Okay. Thank, and you, thanks John. for being a member. Yes, thank you. All I right. love playing here. Looking forward to getting some swings out very soon. Let's do it. Yeah, that's right. a good season, right, Don? Absolutely. Yeah. Thanks, guys. All right, thanks. Don Schneider from Tantera with us here. When we come back, we'll uh, go live to Orlando, and Kevin Sylvester will be joining us on the line as TD Green rolls on along with PGA Pro Jeff Minas. I'm Brian Colziel. We're live here at Tantera Golf Club in North Tonawanda. Back with more TD Green right after this. Time for a check of the PGA Tour leaderboard, brought to you by Encore Golf, Buffalo's Golf Ball, and by Donald Ross, the world's finest golf apparel, and by New Era Golf, headwear engineered to perform that never sacrifices style. 732, welcome back here on Tee to Green. Brian Colziel, along with PGA Pro Jeff Metis, and the PGA Pro and Membership Director here at Tantera, Don Schneider. Kind enough to stick around with us for a little more here on the show as uh, we are here inside the nice bar and grill at Tantera in North Tonawanda. As you heard, time for our check of the PGA Tour leaderboard this week. They are at Bay Hill at the Arnold Palmer Invitational and a tie at the top of the leaderboard, Tommy Fleetwood and Keegan Bradley uh, are both at nine under par. After shooting some very impressive opening two rounds, they have built themselves a four-shot separation from third place. Horschel, Vegas, Molinari, Mitchell, who won last week, Kisner, and Sloan, a large group at five under par. Uh, Some other names of note that are in contention, Bubba Watson, Patrick Reed at minus four, Zach Johnson, Jimmy Walker, Justin Rose, all at minus three, Rory McIlroy, is at minus two. Stenson is at one. Uh, Snedeker even. DeChambeau one over. Fowler one over. One was the cut line. And one player that was just end up missing the cut, Phil Mickelson, he had an incredible first day, was in the top 10 and then shot, he went 68-78, ended up missing it. And then he made some comments about maybe whether or not he was going to play in the players next week. For more on that, we now have Kevin Sylvester joining us here on the line on TD Green. He is at Bay Hill getting uh, ready for his work today with PGA Tour Radio. Kevin, good morning. Good morning, guys. How's everybody? Good, Kev. How are you, man? What's your first impression of the golf course? You know what? It's another one of those uh, golf courses with many that uh, you go to that uh, you get a greater appreciation for it in person um, than on television. Um, you know, there's a little more topography to the golf course than uh, I had imagined. Um, you know, the, the back nine is, I think, great. Uh, the front nine, you know, works, you know, four of the holes work around uh, the, the lake, which I, I think makes it interesting. And 
the finishing holes in the front seven, eight, nine are hard. They're just they're hard holes, and uh, you know players who were coming in trying to, to get a number there who were finishing on the front nine uh, yesterday. I think they found that pretty challenging. So I think this golf course has a little more teeth, and it certainly had some teeth this week uh, to it with nine under being the leading score right now. Who are you? Uh able to follow the the first two days and just I, I always enjoy hearing some of your you know sightings and uh, observations of conversations that you hear maybe from the players and the caddies and and things like that well you know it, I, I i had uh keegan bradley uh the first two days and i will be with him again today uh in, in the final pairing on a saturday which will be which will be cool uh but it's also interesting to see what happens uh, in front of them as they are the last group out because, you know, it's moving day and there'll be a lot of guys going. Johnny Vegas, he was playing with Keegan Bradley the first two days and <laughs> talked to Johnny after the round yesterday. Hit four putts, sit on the edge for birdie. Four. That just wouldn't fall, you know. And uh, he even tried the, the trick we all try, right? Hey, let's walk around the hole. Let's get the shadow behind the ball to get it to fall. And they just uh, wouldn't go in. So, uh, you know, I, I enjoyed following Johnny Vegas, and I, he's really hitting the ball well. Uh, Keith Mitchell, uh, he won last week. He's five under par uh, after a round of four under yesterday, and I, I had a chance to uh, chat with him near the locker room on Wednesday uh, just about his win and, a, and about the putt. And I asked him, I said, hey, all right, so what did you what what'd you really think when you saw that was going to go in? He goes, well, if you watch it again, I wasn't even looking. I knew I made it. I knew I made it. I like. I thought that was the coolest thing, and he is, he's one of the nicest guys in the world. And my, my comment to him was simply, hey, I mean, you only get that chance. Well, you only have that chance once in your life, but to make that and beat the guys you beat, that's pretty darn cool. And Absolutely. he's like, yeah, it is. It is, it is pretty darn cool. Yeah, I mean, he was – yesterday, oh, go ahead. Brian, uh, yeah. Jimmy Walker, so on 14, you know, and – yeah, he had a nice round of golf, and he's he's playing with Keegan Bradley and Johnny Vegas, and you know he's been struggling the last couple of years. He makes a 55 footer, and he gets down and he stands right in front of me, and I move a little bit so I can see. And he moves it moves again, and he just leans back. He goes, "Do you like looking at my back?" <laughs> kind of fun to show what kind of a good mood uh, that he's in, and that he's feeling well, playing well. Yeah, guys are definitely uh, more apt to have fun like that when they're playing well. Uh, I want to go back to that putt that Mitchell made last week to win. I mean, Kepka and Fowler are waiting to to play him in the playoff, and I'm sure NBC was like, hey, this would be a dream playoff for us here on TV, the drama, the stage here, and Mitchell's got a putt to win. Um, Jeff, I know you wrote about it this week in our <laughs> TD Green Club newsletter about just – standing over that putt, a chance to change your life, right? I mean, for Mitchell, for, for Fowler or Kepka, another win, it just adds to, you know, everything they've got going. But for Mitchell to make that putt, I mean, that's life-changing for him. See, I'm, I'm 99% sure that's not what he was thinking, though, because all he right. was thinking is about how do I make this putt, and I, I'm sure he just stuck to his routine, visualized it going. All the things you do every other time, sure there's more gravity to this, the situation at that point, but – you just go through the same things. If you're a free throw shooter and I got to make this, this is the most important free throw of my life. If you're thinking that, you got a much less of a chance of making that putt. 
But, I mean, he's obviously feeling it, and that's given him a lot of momentum. And, and it's funny what a little confidence can do. I'm sure he was tremendously confident by the time he got to 18 last week because he was playing great. Yeah. And it's carrying into this week, obviously. Don, did you get a chance? Did you see Mitchell's winning putt? Yeah, I, yeah. I did. I was really pulling for him. I, I like Ricky Fowler. And, I mean, he just dropped a 45-foot a, a putt. And to so, get himself at that chance yeah, to be in the playoffs, so, yeah. So we're thinking playoff, and then I'm watching Mitchell, and the, and they're talking the commentators, and they they were spot on what they said. They watch the guy; he's walking with confidence, he's hitting shots, and he he didn't look phased at all. And you know, it's cool to see a guy get his first win. You know, no matter who it is, I guess. But right. I, I was pulling for him; it was great. Yeah, really cool moment. You probably see that, Kev, with the players. I mean, you can probably when you watch them a lot, like you you can tell by the, you shouldn't be able to, but sometimes you can tell by how they walk or their body language what kind of round they're having. Um, that was Absolutely. one thing I remember. We, I remember Lonnie Nielsen, the great local player. You could never tell how Lonnie was shooting 82 or 62 from a distance. But when they get that momentum going, Kev, they, they're, they change, don't they? They, they absolutely do. Now, you know, Keegan Bradley, I could give you an, an example. Like uh, um, I, some people um, don't like his mannerisms. You know, he's in, he's out. I, he's reduced that a little bit. It, it, I think like he still has that little lean forward, and I think he's just, you know, it's just part of his process of pumping himself up uh, to hit the shot. But his routine, the same every putt, is interesting. I noticed something that he did on every putt yesterday because they could, they're allowed to do it now. He was tapping down spike marks on the green, but there are a couple of times where I think he just, I think it's just part of his routine now. Just you know, taps a little bit in front of it and then gets right over there and, and makes his putt. But you can just tell. Yeah, the confident walk, the shoulders back. Even when there was a shot that was off, I didn't see him be like, "Oh man." Where there are other players um, who weren't playing well, and, you know, I'll, I'll give you a good Brian Harmon on. Uh, it was Friday, uh, you know, just swiping at the sand. You know, you just tell him like, "This guy's not going to shoot well today." <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's not even, but and he's not going to shoot uh, to his standard because his body language just says and he's hating everything about his game that day so yeah you can definitely you can definitely see it yeah 741 here the time on t to green brian colsey along with pga pro jeff Metis and pga pro and membership director from tantara don schneider joining us here we're at tantara north tonawanda kevin sylvester is at bay hill in orlando uh working this week for pga tour radio for the arnold palmer invitational tommy fleetwood keegan bradley are the leaders they have a four-shot lead on a large group including we said last week's winner keith mitchell uh, who comes in that big way, uh, big three-way, or excuse me, big five-way tie uh, for third, just a couple of shots back. Uh, Kevin, before we let you go, just a couple of other things here. Um, Tiger was supposed to play, ends up backing out with what they're saying is a neck injury. Not sure about his status for next week. Uh, what are you hearing about Tiger and how serious this is? Uh, maybe going to be a problem for him, or do you think he's going to be back next week? Well, you know, I, I, I don't know. I mean, he when he first had initial problems. He had withdrawn with a neck injury uh, many moons ago. I, I, it, all the talk in the media centers, we all just hope <laughs> it's a mild neck strain. Um, right. He, it, but it, we also, many of us said he looked tired. Uh, he looked tired to me in Mexico um, when I was working that tournament and covering him. Just looked fatigued. Uh, he's 43 years old, and I'm, I'm sure it's pretty uh, – um, draining being Tiger Woods, period, you know, with all his business interests and uh, being the persona that is Tiger Woods. And he's played a lot early on. He's played more than he wanted to. I mean, he sat out the Honda Classic 
which is uh, right in his backyard, uh, you know, to try to get some rest in between. Uh, you know, he's looking ahead to the players if he can play, the Masters, obviously. So, um, yeah, something was a bit, you know, off uh, for Tiger. And, you know, Rory McIlroy said, yes, he's getting treatment on his neck in Mexico. But none of us, and I even asked Mark Carnival when working with this weekend on radio, he was working for PJ Tour Live. He and I were both walking with Tiger. And I, you know, at the end of the other day, I go, did you see anything? He was like, didn't see anything. So he hit it well. Um, maybe it's just a slight thing that's bothering him that he just wants to get the rest and tune up. And, you know, it's interesting. So we've had Tiger and Phil uh, bringing back his resurgence, and now, you know, we may not have them next week uh, due to injury and uh, frustration after a 78 for Phil Mickelson. So that part's interesting. And, Brian, I want to add, and I'll probably put these out in my Instagram uh, feed that'll go to Twitter and stuff. But I sent you guys some photos. Um, I just, what, what a treat. And, you know, we were allowed to, I was invited to go into Mr. Palmer's office at Bay Hill and got to, you know, sit at the desk, which, you know, they said, yeah, you can sit there. They're great experience. I got to tell you, uh, you know, it's one of the best things I've ever experienced in golf without actually being on a golf course, <laughs> but being in an office. Uh, it, it's just exactly as Mr. Palmer left it. It's like he still works there. It was just, one, and you guys have seen the photos. It is just one of those surreal things that I, it's, I still can't believe I got to do it. Yeah, it's super cool. We were talking earlier last segment about just how all the pros in some way are honoring Palmer this week. A lot of them threw their clothes or their hats or their shoes or their bag or, or, or all of the above. And, uh, you know, Jeff and Don shared their stories about uh, meeting Palmer and we even talked about how uh, you know Tantera's got a, a connection to Palmer here too I know you met him at Briarwood Kevin uh, I know that we've talked about this before too but uh, it is pretty cool to see uh, everybody have that uh, paraphernalia on their clothes or their hats this week with uh, with the with the cool umbrella logo on there yeah it, you know, another cool thing all the houses around the golf course um, they have all these viewing parties they all have uh, the big you know patio umbrellas that yeah. are the umbrellas. Really cool yeah. to see. It's great. Place. Uh, it really is. Yeah. Fun dirt. Last, last thing, Kevin, here before we let you go, um, for those that maybe uh, read a lot of uh, golf articles, uh, one Hall of Fame writer passed away o- over the last few days, and that was Dan Jenkins. And, Kevin, uh, you talk to quite a bit of people that cover the tour on a regular basis. Um, am I – Going, am I saying too much here to say like this is one of the greatest sports writers of all time here, and he's covered golf forever, right? And he passed away at the age of eighty-nine this week. Uh, you, you know, you're not going too far. And yeah. this is a, a gentleman when uh, not many people covered golf. You know, yeah. <laughs> it, it, you know, the, the popularity came with Arnold Palmer, so more did, but then kind of faded away. And um, it's also a profession. Um, that is fading too. Um, you know, I see less and less golf writers at regular, you know, uh, rank and file tour events, uh, if you will. Um, you see them show up at the majors, um, but they're not necessarily on the beat uh, as much. So, yeah, he'll be missed. And you know, what, what, it, it, part of that, uh, you know, generation of pioneers and Brian, we have them broadcasting too. That they they're cut from a different cloth, and they won't be. Uh, there won't be many like him ever again. That's right. Kevin, enjoy the weekend. Uh, we'll be listening on PGA Tour Radio, and uh, appreciate you joining us. Okay, guys. Thanks. Take care. Uh, all 
All right. Kevin Sylvester, of course, part of our TD Green show, uh, joining us from Orlando. If you want to listen to Kevin, as he said, uh, he'll be in the final group today uh, on PGA Tour Radio if you want to listen to that. So uh, that's pretty cool. He got to cover Keegan the first two rounds. The guy ends up leading, and now yeah. he's got him for Saturday. So he'll know his game pretty good by the I end. I like of his... Bradley. He's, he's got a little fireness in him that. Uh... He's got twitches on top of his twitches, though. That's yeah. true. Yeah, he's a, he's a twitchy guy. He's got some Sergio stuff in him in terms of the pre shot yeah. stuff. He does have some fire in him, and he, he all can blast it. Yeah. And uh, it's weird how their careers, you know. He's been not, he's been down. He's been up. He's yeah. when he's hot. That's a confidence thing. Yeah, he's probably feeling great again. He's one of those guys, Don, like um, Webb Simpson, Adam Scott, that got to the peak of his career with the long putter mm-hmm. that anchored, and then when they took that away, Adam Scott struggled. Webb Simpson struggled. Keegan very probably struggled the most out of those three. If I mention those three names. Mm-hmm. He's gotten back a little, and then if we haven't heard from him about a while, and now a chance maybe for him to, to get a win here, hopefully, for his sake. Yeah, he's, he's fun to watch. I, I, I agree. Yeah. His pre-shot routine is, you know, he looks like he's, he's at the starting line to start running or something, you know, and he yeah. leans into it a few times and goes. But he's fun to watch. Um, putting, I mean, you know, you know, the rules of golf, things have changed as far as the anchoring that you're talking about. And, but you're seeing some variations. You're seeing some guys kind of anchoring it on the inside of their forearm, uh, I, yeah, they, they pushed it right up against there. Yeah. Uh, I thought forearm. they weren't supposed to anchor. Maybe they can touch the forearm, but then that's not considered yeah. anchoring it. But yeah. It's yeah. not anchoring it to your body, to your I body. guess. Yeah. Yeah. That's my understanding. So, and I, I remember it was Bernard Langer was probably the first guy that I saw do that, and he used a putter that was longer than he would normally uh, play with and anchored on the inside of his forearm. Well, I gave that a go for a He grabbed his forearm, yeah. yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Was, that was different. A little, little more bizarre, but that's yeah. right. He's one of the first famous people to beat the yips. Yeah. All right, got to take a quick time out here. When we come back from Tantera, we will give away a round and a, a, a round and, a, and a, as well as a round and a guest as well here to Tantera when we return. So we roll on in Tita Green along with PGA Pro Don Schneider, PGA Pro Jeff Medes. We thank Kevin Sylvester for joining us from Orlando. I'm Brian Colzio. More Tita Green coming up right after this. Back here on Tee to Green, 7.54. We're live at Tantara Golf Club in North Tonawanda. Time to give away some free golf. If you are a Tee to Green club member, uh, you are eligible to win. And if you have not signed up already to do so, please go ahead and do it. We uh, we wish you to, that you could do that. And an opportunity, our plan is to p- pretty much give something away every week on the show. So uh, we've given away clothes. We've given away socks. We've given away gear. Underwear. Uh, that's right, underwear. <laughs> uh, last week we gave away uh, golf to Glen Oak. This week we're at Tantara. We're going to give away golf to Glen Oak. And here's what's so easy about it. You don't have to sit here and call in. You don't have to answer a trivia question. You just go to our website, t2green.golf. Uh, there's a tab there to sign up to be a member of the club. All it takes is your name and your email, and you're in the club. We'll send you a newsletter every week about all the information about what's going on in the golf scene in Western New York across the week, and you're eligible to win. So guess what? This week, Tim Hooper, you are our winner. Uh, you've been randomly selected from our club list. And, Tim, you have won yourself a free round here at Tantara as well as a guest. So, Tim Hooper, you're our winner. We will send you an email uh, with information and uh, you can contact Don Schneider here at Tantera, and he'll set you up. You and a guest 
here for a nice free round of Tantera. And down we hope Tim can maybe play sooner than later here. The sun is now out since we've... Uh, when we took the air here at 7 o'clock, so we'll be yeah. playing before we know it. It's going to be balmy. It's going to be like 40 today. Yeah, as long as the sun's out, it's really not so bad, you know, yeah. and it does, melt the, it does melt that snow pretty quick. Mm -hmm. That's right. Uh, we've got a minute and a half to go here, but next week is obviously part of the shift in the PGA Tour calendar. It's the Players' Championship, the fifth major. It's the biggest purse even amongst the, the regular tour events here. Uh, Sawgrass, you've played that course, right, I have. Jeff? Yep. What are we going to be watching next week? Well, everybody's going to be watching 17, but <laughs> yeah. Uh, up in, yeah, it, it's it's a great golf course for television and for this event because there's so many swings. You know, you hit in the wrong spot, you're making a double there. But there are, it, there are a lot of birdie chances too. I think scores will be very low. Yeah. Uh, I think they'll be very very low next so, week. So Don, 17 for pros, for most of them, they're hitting a pitching wedge because it's like 130 or whatever. Mm -hmm. I mean, even for amateurs playing it, they'd be hitting a low iron, like, you know, like an, a 9 or an 8, 8 or even, or something. you know, yeah. even some players' wedges. What's the advice what, What's the advice you have for the pros as they go up to the face of that island or even just for if I was going to go down and play it? Well, it's, it's the same thing I, I, I try to coach people here at our club is that, you know, it, there's water in front of you, and obviously that one's, excessive so it's an island so yeah but you know your last thought has to be where do i want to hit the ball because you know our, our brain you know is scared and says oh god don't hit it in there don't go grab that lousy ball out of my golf bag hit the good one yeah good advice yeah, get, aim for the middle yeah that's right hit the middle of the green <laughs> that's safe. right hey if you uh again want to contact don here at tantara i'll be tweeting out the information about that great membership offer here and don thanks for having us here today thank you appreciate it don schneider from tantara jeff Medus, our pga pro will be at glen oak next week looking forward to it all right thank you jeff Derek kramer back in our studio thank you Derek. as always i'm brian colziel thanks to kevin sylvester for joining us td green will have it up on our on-demand audio vault i'll tweet it out as well wgr550.com thanks for joining us td green every saturday 7 to 8 a.m right here We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.